Billionaire businessman Jeffrey Epstein was arrested in New York Saturday on federal charges related to sex trafficking. Epstein is expected to appear in federal court in Lower Manhattan tomorrow. His mansion on East 71st Street was raided early Sunday morning as agents hauled out multiple bags of evidence. From the raid today, our cameras there at Jeffrey Epstein's private island. Jeffrey Epstein today pleading not guilty after federal prosecutors in New York revealed many disturbing details. Did you ever tell him your age? So yeah, he knew very very well my age. Politically connected, multimillionaire allegedly operated a sex trafficking ring. Some breaking news right now. Disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein has taken his own life. Taken his own life in prison. As outrage grows tonight, why wasn't anyone watching Epstein in jail? How was he allowed to take his own life? For 36 days, from July 6th to August 10th, 2019, Jeffrey Epstein lived as inmate number 76318-054 at the Metropolitan Correction Center in Lower Manhattan while he awaited trial on federal sex trafficking charges. The MCC is notorious, both for housing some of the world's most famous criminals, including John Gotti, Bernie Madoff, and El Chapo, and because of its horrific living conditions. Cells crawling with roaches and rats, raw sewage seeping up through antiquated pipes, and cafeteria food often not fit for human consumption. Epstein tried as much as he could to use his immense fortune, at least $500 million and possibly much, much more, to reduce his suffering. He initially tried to persuade a judge he should be allowed to await trial at home under 24-hour surveillance, paid for at his own expense, but when that was rejected, he arranged for his team of lawyers to visit him in private meeting rooms for up to 12 hours a day where he could sit in relative comfort and eat food from vending machines meant for visitors. He also avoided the risks of being preyed upon by other inmates, something common for accused child sex offenders, by depositing money into their commissary accounts. But as the weeks went by and Epstein's efforts to work the system bore little fruit, and the prospect he would spend the rest of his life in prison became more real, he grew depressed. He stopped bathing and began sleeping on his jail cell floor instead of in his bunk. On July 23rd, 17 days into his incarceration, Epstein was found unconscious in his cell with a bedsheet around his neck. The incident was investigated as a suicide attempt, though guards and inmates were skeptical, accusing Epstein of faking the injuries to gain sympathy from a judge. He was transferred to a suicide holding area where inmates are kept isolated and forced to sleep on rubber mattresses with no bedsheets or other material that could be used for self-harm. After a few days of this, he suddenly insisted he was fine, and his lawyers successfully lobbied to have him return to his usual cell a departure from prison policy which mandates a longer stay after an attempted suicide. But after his return from suicide holding, things apparently started to look up for Epstein. On July 26th, he met with a new attorney named David Schoen, who was poised to join the legal team. Epstein was buoyed by the discussion and, according to Schoen, grew optimistic he may be able to beat the charges against him. Epstein, perhaps as much to convince himself as the people to whom he was talking, even claimed he was living, quote, a wonderful life and denied having ongoing thoughts of dying in prison. Epstein was quoted as saying to a prison psychologist that he had no interest in killing himself. According to the New York Times, Epstein referred to himself as a coward who did not like pain, saying he would not do that to himself. And yet, despite all of that, at 6.30 a.m. on the morning of August 10th, Epstein's body was found hanged in a cell with a long strip of torn bedsheet wrapped around his neck, with the other end tied to the top of his bunk. The guards performed CPR, and he was rushed to New York Downtown Hospital a few minutes away, but it was of no use. The medical examiner later issued his finding that Epstein had taken his own life. But had he? And if so, how and why? In the days and weeks following Epstein's death, the official story of what happened started to unravel, and in its place, conspiracy theories emerged. Internet sleuths, spurred by the discoveries that prison officials had lied about the details of the night of the death 
and the prison's subsequent refusal to turn over relevant details to federal investigators smelled blood in the water. And even the most reputable news organizations were stunned to learn that the day before Epstein died, August 9th, his cellmate was transferred out of the facility, leaving Epstein alone in a cell, a direct violation of prison policy for someone who so recently attempted suicide. But the most complicating and unavoidable fact of them all is that Jeffrey Epstein took with him to the grave secrets only he knew about the sexual indiscretions of some of the richest and most powerful men in the world, men who had every motive and, presumably, every resource to keep him quiet. Jeffrey Epstein was 66 years old. I'm Jason Beckerman. I'm Derek Kaufman. This is Last Days, Jeffrey Epstein. The factual allegations leveled against Jeffrey Epstein are well-documented and, of course, extremely disturbing, so we're not going to rehash them here. What is important to note for our purposes, however, is that at the time of Epstein's death, he was under indictment for trafficking underage girls, as well as conspiring with his longtime friend, lover, and business associate, Ghislaine Maxwell, to do the same. The evidence compiled against him by federal prosecutors was overwhelming, involving the testimony of his victims and many corroborating witnesses, as well as flight logs and other documentation that seemed to establish beyond any doubt that Jeffrey Epstein was a serial sex trafficker and sexual abuser. If convicted, the 66-year-old Epstein faced a maximum of 45 years in federal prison, so effectively a life sentence if he were given the maximum. And given his notoriety and his prior conviction in Florida in 2008 for procuring minors to engage in prostitution, it was exceedingly likely that the sentencing judge would show him no leniency. Moreover, if Epstein's pretrial stint at the Metropolitan Correction Center showed him anything, it was that he was not a man who would survive well in prison. And his repeated thwarted efforts to manipulate the system must have frustrated him deeply. Epstein had lost what sociopaths like him value most, control. And it was the one time in his life that his astronomical wealth and ineffable charm couldn't get him out of the trouble he was in. Epstein knew a conviction was likely, and the result would be tantamount to a death sentence. Therefore, despite his claim that he was living, quote, a wonderful life in prison, it's only logical to assume that when he laid in that cell late at night with only his thoughts to occupy him, suicide must have been something he pondered. And so when prison officials issued a press release on August 10th, 2019, saying they'd found Epstein's body with a sheet tied around his neck during one of the routine bed checks they were required to perform every half hour, there was little suspicion that that was not the case. It was assumed that Epstein had taken the easy way out that dying in prison right away was preferable to living the next few decades in hellish conditions. But over the next several weeks, fissures began to emerge in the story that the public had been fed, and questions were raised about how and why one of the most notorious prisoners in the country, who had so recently been released from Suicide Watch, was ever left in a position where he could kill himself. And it all happened before he could potentially provide testimony about the misconduct of many of the world's richest and most powerful men. The first shoot to drop was the discovery that Epstein had not, in fact, been discovered during one of the routine every half-hour bed checks, but at 6.30 the following morning when breakfast was brought to the inmates. By that time, Epstein had been dead for approximately two hours, mathematically disproving the bed check story. Indeed, at about the very same time Epstein was taking his own life, sometime between 4 and 5 o'clock in the morning, the two prison guards tasked with watching him, Tova Noel and Michael Thomas, were found to have been periodically shopping online, snoozing, and horsing around just a few feet from Epstein's cell. Both guards were later charged with abdication of duty, but in a surprise move, all charges were later dropped on the purported grounds that the Metropolitan Correction Center and the Federal Bureau of Prisons 
were really the ones to blame because chronic personnel shortages necessitated that prison guards work up to 16 hours a day, compromising their ability to do their jobs effectively. Jason, I wanted to pause here. Prisons are places that are very, very regimented uh, for all prisoners, but there are lapses by, by employees all the time, and you hear about these. What always struck me about this case is this is a very, very high-profile prisoner. They have a few of them. El Chapo is a very high-profile prisoner. You couldn't imagine this kind of lapse because watching one or two people very closely is achievable and is not, done all the time. You're absolutely right. This is not Orange is the New Black. This is not some sort of local county prison where bad, thing happen, bad things happen all the time. And guards turn their head This is the that. most notorious federal prison in the country. And for that reason, it is sent the biggest criminals, right? The El Chapo's, also Ramsey Youssef, the original World Trade Center bomber, was, was housed there as well. They get the baddest of them all. And the guards are the most highly trained, the most highly paid, and their standards are the most rigorous. And, and the coverage was round the clock on Jeffrey yes. Epstein and the thoughts of, uh, or the, the coverage of what's in his little black book. That was out there while he was alive. And then for him to die under such mysterious circumstances is really what prompted all of this. It really was. And it gets worse from there. The revelation next came that Epstein had been prematurely released from suicide hold a couple weeks earlier after he was found unconscious with the sheet around his neck. Prison policy apparently required Epstein to still be on suicide hold or, once transferred back to a cell, be subject to around-the-clock surveillance without access to the implements of self-harm, like bedsheets. Further, the Washington Post broke a story citing evidence, which the Bureau of Prisons had not disclosed, that Epstein's cellmate had been transferred to another facility the day before Epstein died. This is so important because people who are at risk of suicide, and he was identified as one such person, they're never supposed to be alone. And as strange as it is that you would house them with another inmate, uh, thinking that would that mitigate the risks of suicide, that's what the evidence shows, that other people in the cell do uh, uh, reduce that risk. It takes a while to build the contraption. Epstein's sheets were tied to the bed frame above him. The roommate's going to see that and potentially call it to a guard to stop it. That's why the policy is don't leave them alone. But Epstein was nevertheless very purposely left alone. His old cellmate was transferred out and nobody else was transferred in. And so had access to these implements. I mean, this is Suicide Watch 101. This right. Is not new novel stuff. We'll go ahead and take a quick ad break. We'll be back after this. Are you ready to shop? Ragaton's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Ragaton is how in-the-no shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Yeah, and this disclosure, Derek, really made the guards' failure to routinely check on Epstein throughout the night all the more inexplicable. They knew he was alone, but they still didn't do the checking. And this is a guy who had just tried to commit suicide a couple of weeks earlier, or at least they thought that he had. These were, of course, enormous screw-ups, and federal prosecutors and FBI agents who had worked at the Epstein case for years seethed. But it was much more than just their time that was squandered with Epstein's death. It was the loss of the only person who could comprehensively speak to Epstein's relationships with his powerful and wealthy cadre of friends. People like Presidents Clinton and Trump, Prince Andrew, and countless other politicians, actors, business tycoons, and academics 
all of whom were known to have spent considerable time with Epstein, some even on his private island in the Caribbean, where most of Epstein's criminal conduct occurred. That is not to say that all these people, or even most of them, shared in illegal activities with Epstein, but some of them certainly did, and prosecutors' best chance to bring them to justice was now lost. And all of these factors, the guards' malfeasance, the prison's departures from protocols, the last-minute transfer of his cellmate, each of which led directly to Epstein's death and the loss of a potential witness against many rich and powerful men, sparked public suspicion of conspiracies and cover-ups. Making matters worse, federal investigators complained openly that the Bureau of Prisons was refusing to provide them with even the most basic information that would allow them to properly investigate the matter, an allegation the BOP denied. It didn't take long for the Internet to get wind of what was going on and for rumors of conspiracies and cover-ups to gain attention. Then-President Donald Trump retweeted videos suggesting that Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton were responsible for Epstein's death, and from there, Republican senators, most notably Ben Sass of Nebraska, called for immediate investigations, a mantle right-wing media groups were only too happy to pick up. The left fired back, reminding President Trump of his 2002 comments to New York Magazine that Epstein was, quote, a terrific guy, adding that, quote, it is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. Nevertheless, the speculation remained what it was, unfounded theories rooted in various political agendas without much mainstream appeal. But then-Democratic New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio went on Fox News to give the speculation some bipartisan heft, saying he believed the official explanation of Epstein's death was just, quote, too convenient to be believed. This is way too convenient. This makes no sense. He's one of the most prominent prisoners in America at that point. He had either attempted suicide previously or been assaulted. Either way, it's the same reality. He needed to be watched 24 hours a day. Uh, it's one of the premier federal facilities in the country. It belongs to the Justice Department. It, this is, come on, how on earth do they miss this? One thing I do not think is possible here is just pure traditional human error. That just, oh, some guard fell asleep or someone didn't cover their shift. That's the one thing I would rule out given the prominence of the case and the nature mm -hmm. of the situation, which means something else happened. I don't know what that something else is, but it sure as hell needs to be investigated. Derek, the, these comments from de Blasio transformed what were just originally rumors of wrongdoing in Epstein's case from Internet chatter and political talking points into really mainstream news. Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC and more all ran primetime stories looking into the rumors. Congressional committees interviewed witnesses and conducted inquiries. The Metropolitan Correctional Center and the Bureau of Prisons conducted internal reviews. And then the big boys got involved with the FBI and the Department of Justice launching parallel investigations into what happened and why. It's really easy to see why there's so much interest, right? The mysterious nature of the death, so many missteps coupled with obvious you know, the obvious motive of protecting the rich and famous from disclosure. This is catnip. We talk a lot about Occam's razor, right? We talk about what is the what is the most reasonable, simplest explanation for something that happened. And I think initially the thought is he committed suicide. His right. life had been absolutely torn asunder. This was a man who was massively wealthy, nine figures of wealth. He dined with presidents and all of a sudden he's sitting in a facility facing a, a sentence that is effectively a life sentence. And, and never remember, see the light. He's trying to work the system every way he can. He's coming up against brick walls at every step. So at some point, he's getting more and more uh, resigned to the idea this is this is what's going to be. Yeah. Forever. And on some level, he knew, wow, all of my misdeeds. Right. Uh, there's a lot of evidence of them as well. Yeah. There's flight logs and so forth. So he knew it was all coming apart. 
but it's really hard to accept that such a high-profile prisoner with so many secrets for the average person looking at those facts to to not think something nefarious is afoot. Yeah. Something something happened that's more than just the story. I'm not a tinfoil hat conspiracy-minded person by nature. You and I are definitely not people like that. We believe sort of the most rational thing, which yes. is suicide. But here, I had a lot of questions. Had a lot of questions. It, one of the, the other elements is uh, Epstein had been known to use what he knew about famous people. Uh, to not quite bribe them, but to get favors from them. It's something that was long rumored, and there's some evidence, not not the big boys that we've talked about, but some smaller people. Light blackmail. And some light blackmail, right. And so I I think, you know, knowing that, knowing that history, the the folks who he knew stuff about, and there were plenty of them, we don't know who they are, but some of those people that went to the island, right? Well, one of the names constantly brought up is is Bill Clinton. And Bill Clinton, whatever you think of the Clintons, there have been rumors that have chased them for decades about their nefarious doings. You remember Vince Foster. And and, and some of these have absolutely no grounding in fact. But they are stories that follow them around. So when you connect the Clintons to Jeffrey Epstein's mysterious death, people are going to And of course, Prince Andrew, who's been known forever to be a, a dirty guy and then he's at the island as well so right it's, it's hard to it's hard to simply sort of turn a blind eye to the realities of who he had information and dirt on in 2019 the fbi and the department of justice launched those comprehensive parallel investigations into the custody care and supervision of jeffrey epstein and the allegations that he may have been a victim of foul play the final reports on those investigations were released last year taken together here are those findings So the findings are like this. Jeffrey Epstein died as a result of the Metropolitan Correction Center's systematic failures to ensure the proper and safe housing of its inmate. In particular, first, the MCC staff had significant breaches of protocols and dereliction of their duties. Among other things, these failures resulted in Epstein being unmonitored and alone in his cell with an excessive amount of bed linens from approximately 10.40 p.m. on August 9th until he was discovered hanged in his locked cell on August 10th at approximately 6.30 a.m. Second, the MCC staff failed to ensure that Epstein was assigned a cellmate, despite the fact that he was placed on suicide watch following his July 23rd suicide attempt. It was revealed at this time that an MCC psychologist had previously recommended that Epstein needed to be housed with an appropriate cellmate. And yet, on August 9th, 2019, after the MCC staff transferred Epstein's cellmate, they took no steps to ensure that he was assigned a new cellmate. Third, the MCC staff failed to undertake required measures designed to ensure that Epstein was accounted for and safe on the night he died. And yet, despite all of this, both the FBI and the Department of Justice stated they uncovered no evidence pointing to any criminal conduct in connection with Epstein's death. He had, they concluded, simply killed himself. And as frustrating and perhaps disappointing as these findings were to some people, no one, not the internet sleuths, the mainstream media, or even politicians with their axes to grind, have been able to uncover any evidence to the contrary. So you lay out these findings, and it sounds like a lapse that allowed a man who was suicidal and was suicidal as as recently as late July wasn't watched, didn't have a cellmate with him, had access to bed linens, and took the opportunity to kill himself. The, and people don't want to accept that. No, but, but those but are the findings. They don't want to accept it because, as Bill de Blasio said, it's too convenient. Yeah. The one night he has no cellmate, the one night the guards aren't watching him, the, you know, they just released him from suicide hold. All of these things, these protocols lapsed. It's the one night 
he finds a way. And maybe he was just waiting for the opportunity, so it could have been any night when the laps is li- lined up like that. I think about that period of time. That That is what strikes me the most. Yeah. From 10.40 p.m. on August 9th until he's discovered at 6.30 a.m., that is a seven, seven hours. That's he seven is supposed hours. to be looked at every half hour. Yeah. And for seven straight hours, nobody looks at it. They're horsing The most around. famous prisoner in the entire American judicial system at that point is unchecked for seven hours. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. In the wake of Epstein's 2019 arrest, his associates did everything they could to distance themselves from him. Those efforts became more urgent in January 2024 when ten... Those efforts became more urgent in January 2024 when tens of thousands of pages of documents relating to the Epstein investigation were unsealed, including the deposition transcripts of many of his victims. Along with them was a compiled list of the names of over 100 people associated with Epstein. They included the obvious, Presidents Clinton and Trump, Prince Andrew, and of course, Jelaine Maxwell. But dozens of other very well-known and high-profile people were included. Movie stars Kevin Spacey and Chris Tucker knew him well, as did multi-billionaire clothing tycoon Les Wexner, former Secretary of Labor Alexander Acosta, Elon Musk, and even Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, as well as many dozen others. And although, with the possible exception of Prince Andrew, there is no evidence provided that any of these people engaged in illegal activity, even the inclusion of their names on the list subjected them to scorn, and they all quickly backed away as quickly as possible from any assertion with Epstein, many asserting they were the victim of his lies. But perhaps all the discussion about the misconduct of Epstein's guards, the FBI's squandered efforts, the jaundiced eye cast at the politicians and luminaries, and the disclosure of the list has overshadowed the trauma of Epstein's victims, the girls forced into servitude to a monster who will never get to see him convicted and sentenced for what he did, his money forfeited, and his charm no longer of any use to him as he is forced to sit quietly behind bars for decades. (laughs) 